0: Oh, the new it. Nashville podcast with your host, Pacey, from 105.1 KNCI. I want to introduce uh, Kylie Morgan. Thank you so much for coming along. Thank you so much for having me. So my first thing is you started super early, which actually some people probably don't think is early, but when you talk to someone like, you know, the general public, you started writing songs at age 12. Mm -hmm. So how did that come about?
1: So I grew up um, singing and dancing to all the Shirley Temple videos. Uh. and. That's when my mom knew that she was in trouble. (laughs) And uh, when I was 12, I got my very first little pink guitar for Christmas. I was just absolutely in love. And I learned my first three chords and... Just would go in my room and be by myself for hours writing, practicing, rehearsing. And and I just fell in love with it. And so um, I actually told my mom that year that I was going to skip college and be a country music artist to move to Nashville. And how
0: did she react?
1: She was so supportive after she got her breath back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Yes. So
1: uh, once she realized how serious I was, uh, she was very supportive. She was with me at every karaoke contest fair festival my dad who actually owns a collision repair center in Oklahoma where I'm from um who paints cars for a living painted this awesome trailer for me that was like a big purple trailer that we would take to all these random places and just put on my own shows like it was just it was such a fun childhood and me and my mom like just we had a blast with it. And so um, when I was 15, I ended up coming out to Nashville for the first time to co-write songs. I had always written songs by myself, but never with other people. Wow. And uh, one of my co-writers was a guy named Walker Hayes. And um,
0: Who's heard of him? Yeah, you know,
1: he's new. <laughs> <laughs> so Walker pretty much adopted me as a songwriter and a person. And um, we started writing together. And then he, when he signed over to Smack Songs with Shane McAnally's company, um, they found um, my songs through his catalog. And that's when I jumped ship and was able to sign with Shane. And we worked together for about four years. I just wrote a bunch of songs under his company. And then that's when we decided we were ready for a partner. And we did one showcase and um, we fell in love with universal and i just signed my record deal with universal emi i love it so it's like all like all the pieces are finally fitting together and now it's all making sense
0: so how is it working with shame because pe- people may not know this guy has won multiple grammys for for songwriting so were you starstruck at first
1: i was so nervous i will never forget the first time that we wrote together I thought I was sick. I was so I, – I don't hardly get nervous, and so I kind of forgot what that was like. And <laughs> I truly, like, had a stomach ache. I was, like, sweating. And I was like – I told my boyfriend, I was like, Jay, I think I have to cancel. I think I'm sick. And he goes – Kylie, i think you're just nervous <laughs> and i was like oh my god i think you're right <laughs> and so after we got through the first co-write i i knew it was it was literally love at first right <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um we well, not I, the
0: first time you've said that is it
1: actually it is i just oh, thought of that <laughs> yes <laughs> i was like wait i'm gonna use that more um, you might want
0: to copyright that right
1: so crazy enough actually like very full circle moment i was on my way here um for the last week of promo tour which we're on right now. I've been out for um, a few months now visiting all these radio stations across America just getting to know people, showing them the songs which is so cool because I've been technically writing for this record for over a decade so I'm finally getting to show people and see the reactions which is so fun. But I was on my way here and we were actually watching the Bluebird documentary, the Bluebird Cafe.
0: Yeah! They
1: just came out with a documentary and they were showing it on Southwest and Shane was actually in it and I didn't know it and I was seeing him talk about the Bluebird and the magic of the Bluebird and um, funny enough a full circle moment, um, when I was 13, I watched the Taylor Swift documentary, and she talked about how the Bluebird Cafe is where she met Scott Bruschetta, and that's how she got her record deal. Oh, wow. And um, crazy enough, however many years later, when I was 19, the Bluebird Cafe, I was doing one of my first performances there, and that's where Shane came and met me for the first time and saw me perform, and that's where we
0: met. So Sarah. you're the next
1: Taylor Swift was what well, you're saying. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> if I could have half the career she has, I'd be
0: happy. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I, I love I love seeing where she came from because, you know, there are pictures that, you know, going around where she's literally performing right up against the river, but like on the sidewalk. And you have a big cardboard box that just says Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy to think, you know, what a wild ride she's had.
1: We all have a beginning, which is crazy to think about sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and speaking of Taylor Swift and, and, and you know, uh, speaking of you, I'm really excited about and I don't know if you've noticed lately is that especially with newer up and coming artists? There's a lot of very talented females coming up, mm-hmm. and it excites me because I would almost you know call me like maybe a country artist feminist in a way. Hell yeah! Where I just I'm you know dudes will probably hate me for saying this. I'm just so sick of hearing nothing but dudes on on country radio. I validate you. <laughs> and 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 wh- like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think Do you think it's time for women to dominate again? Because it dominated. Women dominated in the nineties.
1: Totally so what 's so crazy to me is growing up and wanting to do country music and even seeing Taylor do it at such a young age, that was the first person along with Shirley Temple that proved that you don 't have to wait till you 're in your twenties to start your career and so that 's why I had the initiative to start so early and the perseverance too and and growing up, it was never that was never a thought in my mind of i 'm a female, so i 'm not going to be able to have as many opportunities or i 'm not going to be able to you know um, reach as many people because I'm a female and it just was never a thought in my mind until the past couple years. And honestly, I'm going to be a little bit of a person to say a little bit of the opposite and say, this is a great time for females because there's not as many. Right. So we get the chance to actually break through and be a little bit different and get the attention that we need because there's not as many of us. Yeah, so, that's
0: that's honestly what I'm saying because mm-hmm. I speak to a lot of up and coming female artists and some of them feel pressure, like, oh, you know, there are many times where I think I I won't be able to make it because there's only a certain amount of spots for women. And I I, I think just opposite. I think I agree. country are country music is just so desperate to have you know, more female artists Mm -hmm. that, you know, y'all can, y'all have probably more of an advantage to just push some mediocre men out of the way, just, (laughs) you (laughs) know.
1: And, like, call me a boy's girl, Uh, but I, (laughs) I am one of those people that I will never use an excuse of being a female for why I didn't get what I thought I deserved or what I worked good. for. Um, I I think that there is a lot of different um, reasons for, you know, I've heard that certain stations won't play two females in a row and certain things like that. But at the end of the day, like, if you write great music and you believe what you're saying and you know who you are, then I feel like you're going to have a really good chance of breaking through.
0: I'll tell you this, coming from the side of – being on the radio and, and music programming side, mm-hmm. the only reason that would be a rule uh, of not playing two female artists in a row is just because there's not um, enough uh, female artists recognized in country music. I agree. Where, you know, there's supply and demand. If, if there's too many female artists that everyone wants to hear there's no way we would keep a rule of you can't play two female artists in a row if female artists is what everyone wants to hear
1: i think it's one of those things like we just talked about i think it's just like it's it's one of those things that like since one person started talking about it and it got some heat now everyone's talking about it and and there's different sides and there's different things but at the end of the day like like i said i will never use that as an excuse and i will use that more as like a hey there's less people to really like have to compete with I guess and yeah. I, don't, I hate that word because I don't think anyone should feel like they're competing especially yeah. in country music it's yeah. like that's what's so great is like I mean when we go to the CMA Awards I went to the first time this year and got to sit on the floor um, I've been oh, wow. so many years before but I was in like the nosebleeds and all the artists know each other and love each other and, and, so, support, each and other. support each other and that's why I don't even like that word compete because I feel like that's not how country music is yes there's certain spots but also it's like I'm learning this year even being on promo tour and radio tour that it's not just because you're a female artist it's because there's only a certain amount of spots for new songs in general and as i'm learning that more i am again just being like you know what never going to use that as an excuse i'm just going to keep my eyes towards what i believe in and what i love and just be that
0: yeah but still like even if like again you know we have something called power songs which are the the songs that are played mostly and if there are if there are five male power songs or five female power songs, it doesn't really matter. What matters is what people want to hear and listen to the most. Exactly. You know, so it's 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 not competing no. Um, when it comes to, you know, gender. But you're right. There are a certain amount of s- spots yeah. in there, but it's not competing when it comes to gender. I kind of want to uh, turn over to uh, I was, you know, doing research on you. And I'm loving that um, there's someone else that is also just as much of a fitness buff as <laughs> I am. And what's cool is, so I don't we were talking about this um, off the air. Um, I like I'm obsessed with yoga and I heard that you are a certified yoga teacher.
1: Yes. So crazy enough, I was a gymnast for 10 years. Oh, wow. And um, I was in the gym three and a half hours a day, five days a week. And that was my childhood. And I always had such a vision and such a connection for the mind-body when it came to the purpose for movement. And so when I realized that, you know what, I'm probably not going to the Olympics. I should probably get into something else. And then I chose a career that actually there's more Olympians than successful female artists, but it's fine. Um, So anyway, (laughs) I moved to Nashville at 19 and I missed that mind-body, just purpose for movement. And so I went to my first yoga class. Funny enough, I hated it.
0: Real? Well, I hate it man. honestly I feel like every single person hates it because was it a hot yoga class it was a
1: hot 26 class which is Ooh, I still
0: hate Bikram? to this day yes oh my god was it the 90 minute version
1: it was a 90 minute class
0: so that it's so I just funny. set myself up for failure yeah that. and that's the thing because a coworker, worker um, I was telling her you know hey you, you have all these issues yoga would probably fix mm-hmm. that or whatnot and I told her specifically Your first class, do not do Bikram and do not do 90 minutes. What did she do? Both. She did 90 minute Bikram class and she came back and she's like, what did you do to me? (laughs) I'm like, because Uh, you did exactly
1: what I told you not to. So once I got over that and realized that, I went back and a little bit of backstory. um, I became really sick all of a sudden when I turned 20. Um, I went to all these different doctors and no one could diagnose me. I had lost, like I was down to 118 pounds at 5'8". I couldn't eat anything. I felt such low energy levels. It was, and no one could tell me why. And then finally they were like, oh, it's your gallbladder. So they removed my gallbladder. That wasn't it. So now I have no gallbladder for no reason. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to dive into holistic medicine. But in the meantime, yoga was the only thing that gave me that temporary relief if mind and body spiritually all that and so that is the reason that I fell in love with it um and then when I chose the holistic um approach I made all these realizations and was able to heal myself and that's what actually got me into health and wellness is because I did so much research trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with me right and um that's what really even today I'm like the most annoyingly healthy traveler because I I've done once you like know once you knowledge is power once you know the knowledge and you listen to all these facts and like helpful tips and things like that, then you can just implement them in your life and that includes yoga and eating kale and, you know, like I all I saw these, that you yes. were eating like grilled
0: chicken nuggets with kale on, or yeah.
1: <laughs> they go, we're going to Chick-fil-A, what do you want? I'm like, they have a kale salad.
0: <laughs> they do. Now, is that just a California thing or is that nationwide no, that they have nationwide. a kale salad? Okay. They
1: just added it this last year and I was pretty excited about it. Because we
0: <laughs> just got our first Cracker Barrel. Oh, and really? I've, yes, it's it's actually right down the street and I've never, ever seen kale on a Cracker Barrel menu. No way! It has it. it, it, They have it. They have a kale salad at a Cracker Barrel here in Sacramento. Look at Cracker Barrel, (laughs) just moving up in the world. I'm like, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's just a local California one because if they (laughs) see kale salad at a Cracker Barrel in like you know Georgia, I don't think they're gonna like it. (laughs) Totally. Oh my
1: god, I love that. Wow, that's why I love California right there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. I do, and and kale is great. Um, So, like, you're you're touring around the, the the country. How do you still do you still do yoga in like your your trailer?
1: So I did uh, Pilates this morning in my hotel room.
0: Wow. So
1: and then went and ran a couple miles down on the treadmill. And it's very it's just improvising. You have to you have to improvise. And that even comes to when my amazing reps let me just walk the parking lot and get my steps in before oh we have to go into a station. <laughs> yeah. Um, It's truly just like improvisation and learning that my body is. I only get one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I'm relying on for my hopes and my dreams and I got to take care of it. So yeah, it's not like a car
0: where it breaks down and you get a new one.
1: Exactly. So I've been just very careful in trying to make sure that I live the best life that I can. But also, like, in one of my songs that I have, it's called Cuss a Little. It says, I drink too much, but but my body is a temple. I'm very good at balance. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I will have too much tequila this Friday when I go to the Dirk Spentley show, but then I'll wake up the next day and definitely do some yoga and ring it out. <laughs>
0: See, that's, that's my one issue. Now, wait until you get into your 30s. Because if you have too much tequila, there's no way you're working out the next day. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just... I, that's why I'm down to like I have to choose Friday or Saturday yep. night because you can't you can't skip both days of workouts. Totally. So you've toured with Dan and Shay. Yes. How like how is that?
1: It's been a really an incredible couple years to be able to, yes, I've toured with Dan and Shay. I just, um, I've been able to tour with Lady A. I just got off the Kit More tour. All these incredible
0: Another artists. fitness buff, by the yes, way. Yes, which
1: was amazing because there was always like time for
2: that.
0: Yes. It's <laughs> funny because I was supposed to interview him when he was here and the rep was like, um, he's going to be 30 minutes late. He hasn't finished his workout. I was like, you know what? Good for you. Yes.
1: I love that. Yeah. Yes. So I've been So lucky to be able to not only meet these artists and learn from these artists, but be able to connect with their crowds and for them to rely on me to, you know, open up their show is a truly a big honor. And and I've just had an absolute blast being able to do that.
0: And what? who is your favorite that you've toured with so far? I know you're not supposed to pick favorites, but...
1: So, I, I think it's a tie between um, Kip and Lady A. Um, Did you and Hillary
0: get along really well?
1: So, she's wonderful. Yeah. And actually, um, sweet enough, Charles Kelly watched my whole set side stage the first time I ever played with them. Really? And then he called me out and um, let me sing Strawberry Wine with them on stage. Wow. So, it was like, okay, I can go die now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Truly. awesome. Yes.
0: So your new, uh, what's your, your new single about? You want to tell us about that?
1: Sure. So, I mean, like I just said, I, I've really been writing for this record for over a decade. And this is a very big built-up moment to be able to release a first single. And this is the first time a lot of people are going to hear of me. And I just wanted the first one out of the gate to be a true autobiography of, like, this is who I am. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to it. Um, it's truly a song that describes me. It's called Break Things and uh, if we literally worked up merch and it's like a shirt that says I spill things, I lose things, I drop things, I break things <laughs> and it is oddly so sadly true and I hate to say it sometimes because it's very inconvenient when um, I spill a lot of stuff and I'm in a very important setting but <laughs> I, I'm i just really excited for, the peop- for everyone to just hear about who I am and I hopefully they can relate to it and I wanted it to be one of those anthem songs that everyone can raise or drink up to at the live show and Really, just sing along to and have a blast
0: yeah absolutely can we can we hear it
1: uh well i just happen to have a guitar right here <laughs> oh well
0: that magically appeared that. <laughs> all right let's hear it i love it
1: this is kylie morgan and this is my very first single break things
2: It's a 65 mile an hour drive. I'll be doing 90. If it says don't look, don't touch, you know that's where you'll find me. No, hand me the key to your pickup truck. Cause I drive like a drink and I only drink from plastic cups. So don't stand too close. Oh no, don't fall too worried. I ain't a promise in the dark. I break things. You think you do, but you don't. I tend to take it too far. So don't add me your heart. Cause I break things. Oh, 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 I'm the type that'll break the ice if you're standing in the corner. I'm a wrecking ball, red lipstick on. So I just thought I'd warn you. If it says be quiet, then I can't shut up. I break things I love like I love and I won't let up. No, I won't let up. So don't stand too close. Oh, no, don't fall too hard. I ain't a promise in the dark. I break things you think you do, but you don't. I tend to take it too far. So don't Lucky for you, some things are better broken, and I kind of like you, and I like where this is going, boy don't stand too close, don't fall too hard, I hate to hurt you, baby, but I break down. Pickup truck. Cause I drive like a drink and I only drink from plastic cups. Oh 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 oh
0: oh 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 oh, oh. This, this has been the New in Nashville Podcast. Listen to Pixie weekdays from 3 to 7 p.m. on New Country 105.1 KNCI.